bother trying to find it. You won't find anything about the name of the town or whatever happened here. This manuscript will be found long after the events that transpired in this place. But I hope against everything else that you're someone in a position of power. I pray to God himself that you can prevent this from ever happening again. But I don't want to give you too much credit. Like me, you are only human, after all. We are not. We have been around for a very, very long time. That's chance, really. You probably don't want that responsibility. And even if you don't take it upon your shoulders to track them down, you can't single-handedly stop the children. The manipulators are not on the grid. Whoever engineered this is in control of the world on a very disturbing level. This is what I want you to do. Read these pages, if they're still legible, and take what you will from them. Don't go on a wild goose chase, and realize that when you find this book, that it will not be in a place where I left it. Now move it somewhere else, so to deceive you. I left my mark on the tree there. Only then you will see my name. Will you know, this is the place. You may have even heard of it in the history books, but be assured, any rumors on Wikipedia or Google pages that you pull up will be guesswork at best. None of them are even close to the truth. You will find the place. They, there may already be another town just like it. That's what I'm trying to stop. If you were not successful, then just realize, above all things, that evil exists. I'm not talking about bad people or tragic accidents. I'm talking real, intelligent, ancient evil. It is calculated, and it is always one step ahead of you. Should you decide to take my place and become the paragon to prevent the corruption of the hearts and minds of children, I thank you in advance. I told you that I am human. I lied. I used to be. Before all I'll receive on that fateful night, I've been alive since then, far longer than any human being. And the reason is because I love children. I've always loved them and their purity and their innocence. That's why I was taken in by the ruse. That's why I finally decided to put all this down centuries later. I won't be here much longer, and someone has to take up the burden. I waited until I saw them return. They'll be back this year. They're planning the same thing again, and I can't stop them. Again, I can't expect that much from you, but I'm only giving you all this so you'll believe me. I have to be believable. If you think I'm crazy, you'll throw this in the garbage can, and more people will disappear. It's time to tell you what happened. I'm rambling. Back then, All Hallows Eve was the time for evil's ascension. You'll, you've all forgotten. If you left your house on that night in the old country, you were a devil worshiper. Halloween was not the term we used. We fled the shores of the country because we were persecuted for our lifestyle choices. We worshiped nature, the changing of the seasons, the solstice of spring, autumn, winter, and summer. 
and the purest species sense of the word. We were Druids. Our names and ancient accents were English, but we were servants of the earth. We were some of the first to celebrate it as a holiday. The natives here were puzzled by our behavior, but also frightened by it, and so they left us alone. They misunderstood. We were not the ones to be afraid of. At the time, I was relieved. They attacked us in our settlements, time and time again, but as it drew closer to the end of October, they stayed away. Maybe in their own noble bonds with the earth and soil, they knew something terrible was on the horizon. They were right. John Hunter's little boy wanted to be a native, with a bow and arrow and a real headdress. Little Mary Taylor made a dress that was crafted after the local schoolhouse teacher's prettiest outfit. She analyzed her educator, of course. They all had their get-ups. They were the first trick-or-treaters in what was to become the United States of America, a hundred and fifty years later. We sent them out to frolic about the settlement, collecting apples and tarts and other sweet things into their burlap goodie bags. There were no Snickers or Milky Ways, and yet the magic of this holiday held no less sway over them than it does the youth of our our current time. They dress up as the Joker, the Power Rangers, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The children were their predecessors. I sent my daughter with Mary, Mary and John Hunter Jr. Despite our mistress and wariness of a Anselin Angelin church and the mer- and the monarchs that preside over it, my little girl was dressed as the Queen of England. I refused to crush her fantasy world, so I simply indulged her. We heard promises to return after sundown, to say yes ma'am and no sir, and and not to linger too long if they were invited inside the households of our community. We didn't realize that the house on the edge of the settlement existed until we saw the children go inside. There were no lanterns or sources of light in the windows, no fire or harvest stalls on the outside of the dwelling. As we sat in the middle of the town hall, imbibing the pleasures of distilled moonshine, none of you will ever make it as opponent as we did in those days among our brethren. We watched our young ones gravitate across the middle of our town to their corresponding household that has seemingly been constructed overnight. When we gazed upon it, it seemed as though the place was shimmering. It pained my vision to look upon the building, as if my senses were being forced and propelled in another direction. Such a thing is difficult to put into words, but I seemed to be the only one who realized that our kids were all heading to the same place. When I questioned John Hunter as if something was odd about their actions, he stared at me as if I was insane. What do you mean? He asked. There's no house there. They're going to play by the stockades. The sun had set by that point. But as I said before, 
None of them were concerned. The natives hadn't shown up for weeks. I decided to walk to the phantom dwelling that only I and the children could see, to peer inside and see who these new settlers were, and why it, it called to the youths as if it was a black hole in the sea of stars. I tried to stand outside to look through the window, but when I saw what was happening, it was too late. I reached the doorway with my buck knife drawn, but there was nothing about the things inside that I could harm with a weapon. There was something deep inside us, something embedded within the human spirit that perfectly is perfectly aware when we encounter something truly terrible. Fear, horror, evil, revulsion. It all hits you in a spastic wave like a fierce, exploding bullet that shatters the innermost parts of your soul with a relentless and powerful fury. I saw it in that moment, standing in the darkened doorway. They were people, and they weren't spirits. They were halfway there, lingering over the unconscious bodies of my daughter and her peers in their hooded black robes of half-existence. There was one in particular who made me feel as though my eyes would pop like ripened cherries when I stared at it. It was the leader, the source of that tug, that pull, and it was slowly fading, disappearing like a gaseous black cloud of death. Though my little girl's nostrils she was gasping for air, as if every breath after the one that preceded it was filled with acid. As if she were hungry for real, fresh air in her small lungs, but every breath the figure faded deeper in her, along with the rest of them. I wish I could say that I was a hero, and that I hacked them to bits. I wish I could say that I saved the, the day and made Halloween a night when the worst thing that children had to worry about is poison candy. It didn't happen. There was one of them left, floating toward me and on elongated blackened tendrils of shimmering nothingness. By all real means of my, my imagination, it shouldn't have been there, but it was, and soon it was going inside me. The last thing I saw were their little feet scurrying out of the phantom house and into the town. I felt that something terrible was about to happen. I had no idea. Everything went black, and then I was outside of myself. I was conscious, but observing my feet, my hands, and doing things beyond my own scope of physical control, they led me and our children into our meeting hall, where, of course, the kids were embraced by the love, by the open, loving arms of their parents. I witnessed the betrayal. The brutal moments in which the truth instilled by the love for family and offspring would transform into a cause for destruction of our village. They absorbed them. There's no better adjective for what happened. One moment they were there, and seconds later, they were nothing but dark essence, and filtering in through the eyes and nose and mouth of those their devil children. It was over a minute, a night that should have been a celebration of nature, of the seasons, that turned into the end of everything that we knew and loved here in our new land. A 
started invited the kids knew the moment I began to resist I tried to try and, and reclaim my limbs and mind from the corrupting influence within their heads snapped back from their their feast of souls to survey me and my struggle my daughter's eyes were sunken black pools of the abyss devoid of any emotion any semblance of the bright eyed stare that she once held for me and all of her love and admiration for father i missed the, the most really the way she run to me when i came in from the fields every evening as the sun went down i whipped her dad what really do i have to live now other than to find her and stop them i'm incapable that falls on you my friend they took the part of my daughter that counts, the part that I loved and cherished, and turned her into a servant. You ask me why I'm still alive, and again, it's because I love her so very, very much. Her body is a hollow shell, filled with the mouthness and blackness of evils beyond our world. The black robe things have grown as centuries have passed. They are from some place that is not of this world, but this urgency, their hunger, to devour and destroy is insatiable. It is exponential, amplifying contention on mankind, and all olives eve in their panicle, their Christmas. I've done my best to warn you through history, to leave my mark in places where their desolation has left nothing but dust and on the wind and empty houses, a deserted football field in a Texas ghost town, a card room in the back of a nightclub in Chicago, right under the nose of civilization, Roanoke Island, North Carolina, before John Wolfe found it in the aftermath. The thing I I expel through sheer force of will alone has left me with an unusual long and empty life devoid of anything but my desire for revenge. I have failed. I'm pleading with you. October 31st is not too long away. My little girl, or what's left of her, is going to lead them to the same place. It's been refounded. Except now, it hums with smaller utility vehicles and cell phones. I don't want this to happen to your child. Go to Rona and stop them from repeating the ritual. Those bodies they inhabit now are frail on their way out. It's been almost 500 years. They'll need new ones on this Halloween. Look for a building that appears as though it shouldn't be there. It will be across from that very tree where I signed my name, where I marked, made my mark. I changed my title, named myself after the tribe of natives who knew it was coming, who perhaps tried to warn us, but for some reason we failed to heed or recognize their warnings. They were more closely attuned to the earth than us, and yet they were still wiped out, eventually. Trick or treat? don't have much time.
to read next time and the questionnaire I will be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. But for everyone who has stood by at the end, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!